Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Hope you had a great weekend. Carlos Correa still not signed. Bauer, free agent or going to be traded? Pollock, he signs and a trade happened. How about it? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. Jake is with me. Trev's out in California weathering the rainstorms. And producer Zach filling in for mm. BBD who's on vacation. Where'd BBD go? It's an island. We we were debating it this morning. It's like a Caribbean, it's like a relaxcation. Nice. Family, I believe. Awesome. Trev, how's the weather? I told you guys I braved the storm to come out to my back house. We've had a lot of rain in Los Angeles. And if you know, we've been going through a major drought. Yeah. And I don't know if this solves any of that, but it sure seems like it. How's Lake Mead doing? Dumped on. Off the check, the depth of Lake Mead. I'm okay. more of a Castake Lake guy myself. No, I think but, we're getting uh, the water levels back up there. No one, Lake Mead, people care more about it. Mm. Ask the bass fisherman community. Okay. Yeah. I will. Bass com, Jake, you got some baseball news to discuss. Are you excited about it? That lake stuff. I couldn't <laughs> not like that more. Uh, I am. I am. Two-time all-star Gregory Soto to Trev's Phils. We'll get there. Uh, Trev's guy, AJ Pog. It's a big Trev episode. I didn't realize that. And then, yeah, man, it's... For me, Correa officially went from, like, fun, quirky... It didn't work with San Fran. It happened with the the Mets. It hasn't happened to full. I'm now full blown. Like, dog, what are we doing? Do you care? Spring or do you training don't care? is a month away. I care. It's one of the best players in baseball. No, I mean, are you over the drama of it and just want him to sign and go? Uh, some I people, guess, I think, are getting tired of it. I am rooting for one more wild turn. Like, I'm rooting for the Twins or another team to like officially, I don't believe the Twins are actually in. I still think it's just the Mets, but I'm I'm rooting for another twist. I don't even know what the drama is right now. Like, we're just, we're kind of on ice. So that's where I think I'm with you that I I need the next step because right now it's just, the last we left off, Correa will be a Met under what contract, and now it's just like, is Correa going to, like, play baseball? <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. Well, and Trev's going to give us all the answers. Trev? It seems like Boris is going... Trev's Boris, too. Before, before going back to the Mets, who want to renegotiate, he's trying to find some leverage and find another team that may enter them. It seems like that's what Boris is trying to do. There's leaks about the Twins. Trev, are they true? I, I put out a, uh, some feelers earlier this morning to my Twins guys, but... You know, we talked about this before. I think the Mets realized that they kind of found themselves in an advantageous scenario where if they did hold up negotiations and talked about the physical like they are, they could likely drive down the price or at least add the clauses in. I think they realized that. Now, did they find something they actually didn't like about the physical? We don't know yet. I mean, it sounds like they everyone keeps talking about you know, his lower leg and this and that, but like he's never been on the IL for that in the big league. So are you thinking down the future, you're going to have to remove some plate or something like that? I don't know my guess. And this is, uh, you know, this is just in my head thinking this, I think the Mets just are using this for leverage. And Boris, like you said, is trying to find anything he can. He's, you know, Heyman's 
Heyman's throwing out the tweets about other teams. Um, but I believe in the end, the Mets are going to get the clauses they want. And I think he ends up in New York. With the Yankees. No. Oh. You guys have these uh, prospects. They're going to save the world. So it's good. Honestly, that my my on the couch thoughts last night when I was thinking about Correa cuz I I was doing the like baseball needs its next hit. We need our next like the big trade that happens or the next piece of Correa news. So I was wondering if if there was going to be a passing bomb last night instead he he just wrecked wrecked Jolly. Yeah, um, what was up with that? I I'm honestly like I want Correa to get into the weird like literally your ankle's so bizarre, however it scans to doctors, that you're one year the rest of the way. And, uh, like, put him in pinstripes at this point just to, like, spurn the Mets. I'm there. Now, that was very late night, Jake, and I don't think that's going to happen at all. But it's, it's full bizarre, man. Is that bamboo? Is it withering? Is that what's going on, James? Yes, I think uh, so. it's not. It's just not durable, says all my sources, which is BBD on vacation. Mm. BBD, father BBD. He's my bone guy. Never asked him, but he knows bones for sure. Okay. Where are you at with this, James? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for another twist. If the other twist doesn't come and and he goes to the Mets, that's cool, but you guys waited too long. Mm. You know, like if this is a TV show, if they're scripting this, this gap has been too long. There was a lot of momentum. The public was all ears. We were like perked up. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I feel like they've lost half the audience. We're like, whatever. Tell me when it's over. And, you know, if you're, you know, the, the guy that writes the reality TV show of Major League Baseball, you would have said chop, chop. But now I think, I, have, I think a lot of people don't care anymore. Besides Mets fans, maybe teams that think there might be in, which is kind of the Twins. I feel bad for the Twins. I think they're just being used again to try and get <laughs> leverage but but yeah uh like give me it in the next two days or just i i'm i'm gonna like really fade are the braves gonna sign in for seven years 70 million dollars and just plug him in no did you hear probably. what um braves and the pop what's his greek name anthopolis anthopolis i gave it an extra pop in the middle did you hear what he said he had quotes that was like i mean he said something along the lines of we have had to renegotiate with a lot of guys after their physical and we have had to trade guys and this physical and we've, you just don't disclose this stuff. This is like very weird. Now I'm interpreting what he said. He didn't say this is very weird. You know how this is playing out. Basically he said like Mets giants. What the fuck? It's not supposed to happen like this. As someone who's been in the source game, like you're not supposed to get any info before the physical's done. But all of it does, except for the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> the Atlanta Braves are the only team that we still find out when their Twitter account posts that little, like their version of the iPhone Note app that that they have, and they're like, "We signed, we signed Rosario." Oops, and you're just like, "All right, Braves, cool." Yeah. So if you're a Mets fan and this all goes and you end up signing Correa, are you just like, did we get damaged goods? Like, do you worry about that? No, I don't I think, think you, you do convince, because he's yeah. never been on the IL for this issue. So you just run it. But 
I think you convince yourself or you just believe that this was, it was more of a leverage game than anything else. I think that's what it is, man. How could it not be? Yeah, and we just don't know. That's why it's not supposed to be public at this point because all it does lead to is speculation. Speculation, And when you speculate, you speculate at the highest ends of the bar, which is that he's got an ankle made out of bamboo. That's crazy speculation. Who would say something like Let's, that? We got to move on. We, Jim, you were looking for the next twist to this story. Yeah. And I've got something that's normally got a little twist of orange. Oh, And I don't okay. think Trev knows what's coming right now. Yeah, does Trev have any idea what's coming? Trev. This is kind of huge. The next portion of this show is brought okay. to you by Blue Moon, Trev. They are with Whoa. us now. We are family. Blue Moon, a little twist of orange in there. I know you know that I know hey. you knew. Trev, Blue Moon, I, I think a lot of our listeners know. It's kind of the step up. Like once you get into the Blue Moon game, you know, you're, you're treating yourself a little better. Uh and they're with baseball now. I've actually been uh, to their Sandlot Brewery in Denver that's right by the ballpark. Awesome spot to be. People, fresh, refreshing flavor. The Valencia orange peel. Oh, mm. hints of coriander. Mm. Ooh. Blue Moon's Belgian-style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer made brighter. It's carefully... Crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and tones and a creamy finish. Make the winter weather feel like spring training. Oh, I like that a lot. Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is one of a kind every time. Go check out get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Check out your delivery options. Get it delivered. Get anything delivered these Mm. days. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Wow. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Why yeah. I'm excited about that? Yeah. One of the best nights of my life. Wow. It's a young Trev drinking Blue Moons Getting at a married. bar in Madison, Wisconsin. Ooh, Madtown. Let me tell you, that night, that night ended up pretty, pretty fun for me. Wow. Okay. Sounds great. Wow. Little Madison, Wisconsin in the Weekly Dumb coming out tomorrow. Go check that I, out. Madtown is something else, man. Mm. Yeah, so Blue Moon's with us, I think, for the whole year, right? I think so. Yeah. Friends. How about it? Family. Love All right. Uh, Bauer is a free agent. Not yet. Is they, He got DFA'd. But they have the window to trade. Have the window. still happening. I believe um, until Thursday. Yeah, a lot of weird updates to this story. Bauer came out and said that he had just had a meeting with the Dodgers where they told him they wanted him to pitch for them. And it's unfortunate they DFA'd him. I don't understand what he's alluding to there because it's like, um, it's like, you know, Jake's girlfriend says, I just broke up with Jake. And then he tweets out, which is really disappointing because just yesterday she told me she wanted to date me. I'm married. Has that happened before? Yeah, but just it's a, a good example man. of what's happening, and it doesn't really add well, up. Unless he's, like, maybe he talked to, like, you know, Dave Roberts, who was just like, yeah, 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 but then the organization didn't. I don't know. Anyway, uh, apparently they tried to trade him before DFA and couldn't find any partners, because why would you if the Dodgers are trying to trade him? Dodgers are looking for trade partners as any other team. Even if you want him, you're going to be like, mm, we'll just wait till you DFA him because... 
seems like you're going to if we say no now. And maybe they find a suitor now, or maybe he clears and becomes a free agent. I, you know, you got me thinking now, James. A couple different things. First of all, about the they wanted me to pitch for them sentence. Bauer said that they expressed that to him during the meeting. The Dodgers afterwards said, no, we didn't. I believe there's probably uh, some truth there in the middle. Maybe they said it like, well, yeah, we'd love you to pitch for us, but you got into these legal ramifications and we don't want that. I don't necessarily think it was like, man, we really want you to pitch for us this year. Do you know what I mean? Like the tone can be the difference there. Like Jake's girlfriend being like, I do really want to date you. I just don't enjoy being around you anymore. It's not you, Jake. Yeah. It's feeling like me a little bit. Um, But think about this. Any team could have already went to the Dodgers. And maybe they're doing this right now because we are still in this this window. Any team could go to the Dodgers and say, we'll give you $2 million bucks for Trevor Bauer. And the Dodgers would say yes, because it's better than just giving him away, right? That's, so if a team wants Bauer, that's all they'd have to do right now. Because right now, if he becomes a full-blown free agent and he gets signed for the minimum, which... Again, I, if you're going to sign him, I think he gets signed for more than that. But the Dodgers would get 720k back. That you're right. It, it's probably a straight up cash negotiation. Who knows? <laughs> Again, this is this is a, a weird area that we don't, haven't really explored. So I, I'm sure players are being talked. I'm sure money's being talked. Or I don't think the Dodgers would do that for an NL team. I uh, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but. Um, I don't know. I, we've no owners have colluded before. I know Barry Bonds got blackballed out of baseball. Go, just a reminder. Go look at his final years, <laughs> and he still wanted to play more baseball, and everyone said nah. I don't think it's that situation, but I have no idea what the next steps are. You think there's a possibility that he just doesn't pitch? I don't know. I I don't know. I have no clue. I have a hard time seeing a scenario where he doesn't pitch but you're right man it's so up in the air right now and you know there hasn't been like a ton of talk about it um and i guess we'll have to wait thursday yeah maybe earlier yeah maybe a mid-season pick up i don't i have no idea we'll 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 see maybe a team grabs him from the dodgers uh, but if you're the dodgers and and you, you know, Trev, in your example, other teams can get him for just like way below skill value because the Dodgers otherwise get no money. I, I think you wouldn't do definitely not in division. The Dodgers aren't gonna go give him to a division rival with for like lesser. Like no Padres, if you want him, go pay him how much he's gonna make you pay him as a free agent. And maybe even the NL. I don't think you do. I think you. I don't think you do that. You have to be like an AL team comes and you'd be like, "Yes, give us a million dollars. That's more than we're gonna get if we let them go." Yeah, I'm just thinking because they're so close to the first what's two uh, mil to the Dodgers tax threshold. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? They're trying to reset that. That's what you know. A lot of the Dodgers Twitter has been talking about because you know if you want to make a run at Shohei next year, he's gonna he's gonna come at a price tag, and you want to reset the penalty. Um. And that's where they stand right now. So I think any bit of salary relief would help them. Maybe they wouldn't want to do it to an NL team. I'm curious. I mean, look, the Dodgers need pitching. 
Like they're reliant on like some young guys to come up and they've done well with that before. And they're an organization that, you know, if you tell me they're bringing someone up, I'm like, okay, they're going to be good. Uh, but again, that doesn't happen. They're not a hundred percent on that. Like you're going to miss on some of these guys and you know, a, a pitcher like Bauer, like on field could really help the Dodgers, but they, you know, they made a statement and said, we're not, not going to have him. Would he go play in uh, Korea or is it going to be like a Tebow situation? Quarterback. Uh, that's, that's a great question. I was going to ask you guys that what you thought, if he's going to do, do some independent ball, if he's going to go to, you know, Korea, uh, Korea, Japan. No idea. I'm Savannah sure. bananas. Yeah. He'd do a game with the bananas if they'd have him for sure. I mean, also, I think we just scheduled think, a game against the bananas, so whoops. watch out. I think he'll be back. the The best for him would probably be free agency, so he could he could pick the kind of what Jimmy was alluding to last time. the The safest route for him would to be rebrand in a low market, pitch well, stay off the radar, and then we'll see at the deadline. But yeah, this is uh, all right. On three team that he's going to pitch for first this year. And you can say no team also. That's an option. Okay. One, two, three. Texas Rangers. I didn't hear what you guys said. I said the Rangers. You said the Eagles? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's talk about Trev's biggest adversary. Polak. A.J. Pollock gets signed by Trev Seattle Mariners. One year, $7 million. Looks like he's going to DH a little outfield. The one thing that he for sure can do still is hit lefties. Um, and, yeah, last year he really struggled with righties, but he was also part of the White Sox stink, so I don't, I don't mm. know what you do with that. But. And also I am mostly interested in this whole situation because of the money. He had a $13 million option to stay with the White Sox. Instead, he took the $5 million buyout. He just signed for $7 million guaranteed. So that's 12, which is a million dollars less to not be on the White Sox. Although he does have $3 million worth of incentives with the Mariners. So he could earn more than uh, last year total. I wonder how that affects if he has a good year and he wants to, you know, obviously keep playing. Well, now his AAV is seven when it would have been 13. So does, is it harder to get that single year AAV back up, even though with the $5 million buyout, it, it really is he's getting 12 this year or, or total. He must have really not liked being in Chicago because he had 13 mil on the table. We were wondering when he opted out, like, does he think he's going to get more? And then it, it looks like they had to work really hard to get Two there, and then incentives to get more. We don't know what the incentives are, but uh, the Mariners pick him up. Also on the Mariners' end, it's the most money they've ever paid a position player free agent. $7 million is the most money what? DePoto has ever. DePoto. Yeah, the, in his the, paid a position player free agent, which is incredible. He plays the game differently. Trade master. You know, I don't know personally what happened in Chicago uh, with AJ 
but it does seem to me like he thought about it and said, I could stay here, run it back, or I can go to what's kind of like more fun and exciting and looks like a better atmosphere in Seattle. And I think, you know, when you get to his age and, and, you know, he's been playing for a long time, I think he's got over 10 years in, let's see what he's got. You, you get to that point where you're like, I want to do things for me. Like, I want to be comfortable. I want to do this. I want to do that. So, I mean, clearly there was something there. It doesn't mean he didn't like Chicago. It just means that he thinks the opportunity uh, for his family and and just like to win, he thinks is better in Seattle. And I'm, I'm all about it, man. I think it's going to be – he might platoon a little bit with Kelnick out there, which is kind of cool. I, I still – isn't Kelnick like 23 years old still? I feel like we've been writing this guy off already. Like, let's give this guy a little bit of time. I like it. I like it for Seattle. 23 and a half. Jim, you like That's this. Insane. AJ Pollock, outside of last year with the White Sox, always played in the West. Yeah. Diamondbacks, Dodgers. So he needs that, that Pacific time zone. So that's part of the reason he's going there. And yeah, man, I mean, this guy is one year removed from 297, 355, 892 OPS in 21. He's got a career 801 OPS lifetime. So if there's a little White Sox stink comes off and he's closer to his career stuff, it's a really solid guy to add to Seattle that, you know, sneaky little DePoto offseason. Colton Wong comes to town for them in a trade. And there's one other guy that they brought in, Teoscar. Yeah. So, you know, hey, the, the Mariners. A couple one-year deals out there. DePoto also has a history with Pollock. Uh, John Turbin wrote, Lookout Landing, that a uh, good little note, DePoto drafted him first over round in 2009. Mm-hmm. DePoto was the head of scouting for the Diamondbacks in 2009 and then became the interim general manager when uh, Pollock was there. So they have a little history. Drafted him first overall on his radar again. Spends the most money he's ever spent on a position player. They like each other. Full circle. Yeah. Hand up. I didn't know AJ Pollock had an 800 career OPS. Yeah, he can hit. That's the benchmark. You guys know I say that. 800 is legit. He can hit. And, And we've seen people really not like Chicago before. In all different realms of it, Nick Swisher went there for a year and was like, "Get me, Mister, Mister, get me out of here." And then Todd Frazier went there for like a year and was like, "Get me the fuck out of here." And uh, it's weird. It's a weird thing that happens because it seems fine, and there's been different managers and different vibes. But yeah, we've seen guys get traded to the White Sox or go to the White Sox and really not enjoy their time a couple times. I'm sure that's happened everywhere, but in my memory bank, there's a a couple where you see that. Think about what a drag it was in Chicago for the White Sox last year. It just wasn't good. It was bad. So if you're A.J. Pollock and you have this option, you say, look, I get five mil from them and I can get my salary AAV back to basically what it was and I get to go play in that – that with that team that dances, you know, after they win and like, they're just on the come up. Like it seems like almost a, a no brainer. Cause I, I really do believe like there was something going on there last year. It just wasn't fun, dude. You, we, we talked about that all the time during the season. We're like, what is going on? Well, I mean, after every single game, you're like, do you think this is because your manager's old? The He's falling asleep like, in the dugout. Know. Fans were helping him. <laughs> what make were we moves. doing guy? 
We said that from day one. You know what? To be fair, everyone did. Jimmy, how's your body feel? Not good right now. I need my top half. It's like from like nose to shoulders is sore. You're you're 33 years old? It's true, yeah. AJ Pollock turned 35 in December. Happy belated, AJ Pollock. He played his most games in the outfield since 2015 last year. Since when he was 27, last year he was 34. Your body feels a lot differently. AJ Pollock didn't get one DH day last year. AJ Pollock's older man body got tortured last year. He needed some rest days. Good for that's, him. Go to see. That's Seattle. reason enough to get the hell out of there. My God. Hey, Tony, wake up. What the hell? Well, to, to Tony, he was young and spry. That stinks, man. I'm tired looking at that. 137 games all in the outfield. Oh, man. Well, they had to put him out there. I mean, the, the other options out there were was not going to be good for the White Sox. Although, you know, it didn't work out anyway, but it's interesting. I hope I hope something changes in Chicago. You know, we got the new manager there. You know, wash away last year. Whatever was going on there, just do your best. But my gosh, it was bad. And we thought the exact opposite in spring training. They looked like the big bad machine that was going to go and crush the central. Yeah. Well, Grafal will have P. Griff. He'll have his way. P. Griff. Pog. Pedro Orlando Grafal. Pog. Hagey. Lucas G. Little contract year. Hello. Is it Flaherty contract year too? Or is it just kind of Flaherty contract year? Well, Max Freed has another year. Okay. All right. Damn. Cool. Cool. Uh, Those guys are going to be so rich. Jim, I like that you mentioned DePoto. Yeah. He kind of he bet on AJ Pollock twice. He did. Mm, Biggest yeah. free agent signing, mm-hmm. draft pick. And at DraftKings, the NFL playoffs are here. Trev. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NFL to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57. That's a nice number. Customers can get five, bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Also, they got their no sweat bet each day of the wild round. No sweat bet. No sweat bet. You'll get free bet back up to $10. How about that? Download the DraftKings Sports app now and use code TALKING. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKIN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Bong. Bong. Jake, you like trades? I mm. do like trades. Uh, and I like when it's Trev's Phillies. I like that they're still addressing their bullpen. And hey, two-time All-Star. The past couple years, Gregory Soto gets traded to the Phillies. This has been a guy that's been rumored around the last couple trade deadlines while the Tigers have been uh, not doing good, for lack of a better way to describe it. Um, And Phillies get Gregory Soto. He kind of headlines the deals. uh, While Meanwhile, Matt Vierling, who we saw a little bit of him in the World Series platooning, uh, he'll go over to Detroit. Uh, along with Nick Maton. We saw the the Maton boys getting some run at the end of last year. Uh, Donnie Sands also going to the Tigers. Well, Cody Clemens uh, comes over to Philly in the trade. So, uh, Trev, what do you got, Popo? 
I think it's um, two organizations realizing kind of where they're at and the Phillies coming off a World Series uh, appearance, wanting to shore up the bullpen and, and doing it via the trade market seems about right. I mean, Greg Soto comes over. He keeps the ball on the ground. Yes, he's been an all-star last two years. He's he's a good reliever. He's a good reliever. I don't think he's going to like slot in and, and be a, a closer for them like he uh, was for the Tigers, but there's a possibility he ends up closing some games. But um, I like the Tigers aspect of this because I do like Veerling. Some of the underlying stats kind of support like some growth in his bat. He made some adjustments. I read an article written by my good buddy, mm. Keith. You guys know Keith, right? Keith Law? Mm. And he was talking about how you know he made an adjustment to his swing to try to put the ball in the air a little bit more. He got his um, fly ball percentage back up to like league, league average, which is going to add power to his arsenal. Um, he's always hit the ball hard. He's got a good like barrel percentage and and uh, exit velocity average. So he's a he's a guy that the Tigers are betting on, and he's got you know. What, five more years of control. I think Soto also has three years of control. So the Phillies have him for the long run. Uh, it's a trade that benefits both sides. And like I said, they just realize you know, where they're at as organizations and the Phillies right now. I mean, they're trying to run it. How does it benefit trying to the get Tigers? Mayton deserves to be discussed too. Um, he, uh, his second year of experience last year playing in the show, 25 years old and he hit last year. It's a small sample, 34 games, but 250, 341 with an 855 OPS, which basically would have made him the best hitter on the Tigers. So I think what they did here is they got two guys with control uh, that both played all over the field last year that if one of them clicks and is a Tiger for the next three years, you kind of get more value than in theory you'd get from a reliever, even someone like Soto uh, who saved a bunch of games for them but had a... Technically had a negative war last year. So uh, they take a couple flyers uh, on two guys, uh, an infielder and outfielder, basically hoping to get something going on the offensive side for them. And for the Phillies, I mean, this feels like a direct copy and paste of Alvarado. Um, Lefty that slings it, throws really hard. uh, And I wonder if they can tap into something there. If they, you know, Alvarado's biggest thing was his control a couple years ago. Um, he changed some of the numbers on that. Last year, uh, you know, he, he climbed up 10% uh, in walk percentage, but when you're a guy with his stuff, uh, that was a world of difference for him. So I wonder if they think they have something they could tap into for Soto. And even if not, guy closed 30 games last year. Um, you know, if you're slotting that guy into your seventh inning, that's a nice situation for the Phillies. And their bullpen, a year and a half ago was a joke. Now looks pretty good on paper. Yeah, I like it for the Phillies. For the Tigers, it's just kind of like a bunch of placeholder pieces. Like, I don't know if this makes them any any better. It doesn't make them worse. It has the chance of making them better. They get these guys for like six years, five years, Maton and, and Veerling, but... I don't know. I mean, they get Soto's three-year deal, right? He's got a, he's an arbitration. He's pre-arb, so you, it's not like you're you know those those saves are what arbitration cases like. So like he's they're probably saying he's going to be comped at X amount, and we don't think he's actually worth X amount over the long run. So and let's take a flyer on these two kids. But, but, in, but in a way, it's the Tigers accepting we don't need a closer. We're still not going to be 
great next year. Yeah, I think and that's let's get some fair. depth pieces. So, I mean, I guess you don't have to dislike it. I don't have to dislike it for the Tigers, but I don't. I don't like it. I'm not. If I'm a Tigers fan, I'm like, this is a game changer. Phillies, I like it. Like these were forty man guys that weren't going to make or break your season for the Phillies. You have much better players uh, ahead of them. You need a clear space to have more roster flexibility with those positions. They get Clemens, who can be a util all around if they need someone to fill in defensively and all over, and they get another bullpen piece. So I like it for the Phillies. I guess, yeah, I don't hate it for the Tigers, but I just kind of like, it's not a needle-moving at all. Roger Clemens showing up at games in Philly? Do we like that? Sure, you get him uh, helping out his staff. I don't know. Pumping heat. No, I don't know. You don't know Roger Clemens' travel plans. Who's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Trev. Put him in the warehouse. Take that. that fucker up top. Clemens family in the warehouse. I'm up for that. I like it for Donnie Sands. He was a Yankees prospect that uh, got, I think, Rule 5, traded before Rule 5 one year to the Phillies and blocked by Real Muto. Obviously had a great year at triple a last year behind the dish or with the bat so if he gets a chance to play i don't think they have a lot of catchers over uh in detroit i like that personally for him he gets a window now see what you can do if you're a catcher that can hit that's a rarity trev i've got a question for you donnie sands last year Mm -hmm. it's called up to the show four plate appearances okay three at bats no hits but a walk do you keep the ball from the walk? No. First time on base in the show? No way. I'd rather keep the ball I, I from the first strikeout. I, I don't think so. Okay. I think that ball like continues to be used, and like maybe it was a foul ball and some fan has it now. Or they threw it away because it hit the dirt. And, and and to his defense, they were all pinch hit appearances. He didn't. It's tough. It's a tough ask. It's a tough ask. Who walked him? God. He looks like he's mid chew in his baseball reference. Well, he's picture. a catcher. Like he's got so a obviously. piece of bubble gum. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of a tough pick. Orlando <laughs> Arcia walked him four straight pitches. Scared. Arcia? Yeah. yeah. Position player. Walked him. Tough. Four straight pitches. What is pitches. that? So Real? you're not keeping that ball. <laughs> not keeping that ball. You're not yeah. keeping that ball. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Good for the Phils. They got more stuff to do. Uh, that's kind of it. That's all the baseball news. Rockies trade Connor Joe to the Pirates. So, Connor Joe. Tatis resuming baseball activities. He's been dancing a lot this offseason. Like, he, stop dancing, bro. Those bones are stop healed, dancing. man. You know, normally I say post whatever you want on social media, but if you're in his situation, don't post whatever you want on social media. All we want to see is you doing baseball stuff. You're not allowed to post anything else for the foreseeable future. That's Tough, my official man. word on this. What happened to our guy Jack? Unreal. Uh, uh, huh? uh. Remember when he was not doing baseball activities where he was playing soccer and football in the outfield? D- don't do that anymore. I'm always going to support dancing. He just needs to mix in. Like, like especially this part of the offseason, if we got a Tatis, like, BP reel, well, like, I, people would could, be hyped. But he couldn't do that. He's just he got, can he, now. He just got cleared, yeah. 
He can. Back when he was dancing, he couldn't move his wrists like this. If he posted this, Padres would have released him. It's like, man. It's like, man. Hey, can I say two things before we leave? Yeah, say the second one first. Okay, Pete Crow Armstrong, I'm going to say is it's the new J.P. Crawford. Wow. Okay. He is a pure Cubs fan. This is my guy. We're buying stock in PCA. Okay. And that's what we're calling him. Okay. Pacific Coast athletes. First thing I was going to say, Cole Tucker's swing is absolutely dialed. Oh. And I might even touch on Tyler Wade, A's fan, so look out. Wait, what's uh, Cole Tuck's swing? Same from both sides? Rejuvenated from both sides? We are. Uh, we are taking a ton of pre-pitch movement out. We're getting him in the slot. His path is like money right now this guy is so athletic and i asked him this i'm like who were your hitting coaches in pittsburgh huh who were they this guy's gonna be good trev if co tuck puts together a year this year you're going to be connected with that is this going to become like an off-season gig like come to guru trev's little la hangout no. hey Gary no, sanchez you is a free why? agent why don't you go fix him again you want to know why? It's because I, I genuinely love Code Tuck, so I'm giving my effort to him. I don't I can't do that with someone I don't genuinely love. Teddy gets it and Cole. <laughs> Your son and Cole Tucker. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, anybody else that I like, yeah, come see me. Maybe Dan Rourke needs it. Yes. Jake might need it too. I might need to get my hands on you. Get you back to Blitzball One, Jake. Try to get your hands on me. See what happens. Mm. All right, that ends the show. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you later this week. Hopefully we get some news. Otherwise, we might have to do like a voicemail episode or have you guys ask us questions or something. Topic. Don't, 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 don't. Jake sucks. <laughs>